Hey guys, it's Amanda from Good Grief Cookie Co. and welcome to Behind the Icing. Today I'll be talking to Cassie from Cassie's Cookies about cookie retreats and cookie con. I'm excited to hear what she has to say and the advice she has for us. Some of my best memories and experiences have been from going to cookie con this year and teaching at a cookie retreat. So I'm excited for this podcast. I want to start out with just a little bit of a disclaimer. My cookie life and my mom life tend to overlap, like a lot. (laughs) If you have kids and you also are a cookier, you will completely understand. But when it comes to my podcast, it's no, no difference. Sometimes you'll hear my kids in the background and I do apologize for that. I try to keep it to a minimum. In this episode, you'll hear my daughter Molly saying hi to Cassie and um, she was just so excited to to say hi. She loves to meet new people. I don't know how many people know me personally, but I have a daughter who is nine and has special needs um, and she's one of the friendliest kids you'll ever meet. So you'll get a, get to hear a little bit from Molly. She'll just little quick hellos um, at the beginning, but welcome to my messy podcast and life. <laughs> I'm glad you guys came along for the journey. Hey, Cassie, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. (laughs) Can I get you anything? You need a soda, some water? (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, Real quick, I've got Molly here with me, so if you hear somebody talking... It's her. <laughs> um, Got it. Sounds good. Uh, so I'm so glad that you joined us today, and I'm excited Hi. to. Hi. <laughs> I'm excited Hi. to <laughs> to talk retreats and cookie con. But before we get into all that, I just wanted to talk about you a little bit and let you introduce yourself to people who may not be super familiar with you. Yeah, so my name is Cassie, and I am the owner of Cassie's Cookies. Um, I have been doing cookies for about three years now. I started in December of 2016, and originally, hi Molly, it just started out as um, I wanted to make Christmas cookies for my friends and family, and I saw some things on Pinterest, so I was like, oh, of course I could do those, so I went out to, like, Joann's, and I bought all the supplies that I needed, um, <clears throat> and I made my first batch of cookies, and, of course, they were horrendous. Um, <laughs> I, I still post that picture on my social media from time to time just to remind myself, like, how far I've come and how much work I've put into it, but also to show, like, beginners that... Um, it just kind of, you know, you don't start out a perfectionist and a perfect cookie artist. Um, so that was December of 2016 and it was actually right around that time that, um, we had started, my husband and I had started fertility treatments because we wanted to have a baby and it was actually just like a good outlet for my emotions and for my stress because going through that is a lot and you just need an outlet. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of a, an outlet for me to get out any sort of feelings. And so at first it just started out as fun and I was just making cookies for friends and family. And then people wanted to start buying my cookies. Um, so I want to say it was like around Valentine's Day of 2017 
that I offered my first cookies for sale. Um, and then it just kind of exploded from there. I took a little bit of time off from, for about six months because I, my confidence had just kind of wavered and I wasn't so sure if I, if it was something I should be doing, but I really enjoyed it. So, um, that fall, the fall of 2017 is when I just went in like both feet and decided that I was going to commit to it. And, um, so yeah, so that's when I started really selling cookies and building my client base. Um, so fast forward two years and I'm where I'm at now and I'm currently 30 weeks pregnant. And so if it sounds like I'm struggling to breathe, that is why, (laughs) (laughs) because by the end of the day, this baby is really high up and I can't breathe. So if I sound winded, that's why. Thank you. Yeah. So this is a long road. Um, we had originally started trying ever since we got married and then, um, yeah, like I said, the fertility and that kind of was all part of my cookie journey and uh, it was a big part of it, honestly. So I'm very thankful to be where I am today. I love it. I love that story. It didn't, I actually didn't know your story before this and so I'm super excited to learn that, um, my cookie journey kind of not mine came after a um, pregnancy loss. Um, and that's how I started into my cookie journey. But, um, I just, I love when I'm able to connect with people over, over, you know, cookies starting from things like that, from like needing to get your mind off of things or needing, you know, just how it helped you get through those situations. Yeah. And it was a perfect outlet because I was seeing a therapist around the same time and she was like, you know, maybe try coloring or journaling. And so I tried those things and nothing really worked for me. And then I picked up a piping bag and, you know, it kind of everything just fell into place from there. So it was just really the perfect outlet. And even now, like I've taken some time off just because it's getting harder to roll dough and whatever, but, um, I, I miss it. I miss that outlet. So, um, I will be excited to get back into cookies full for once the baby is here and we've had time to settle. Yeah. Awesome. Now you guys are waiting to find out what you're having, which is super cool. Yeah, we don't know the gender, which a lot of people think we're crazy, but it's really fun. And it's really fun driving people crazy. (laughs) A lot of people are just like, I don't know how you can do that. And I'm a very patient person. I have a lot of patience. So um, I'm, I'm so excited to find out the gender when we have the baby, but I'm really in no major rush. That's super exciting, though. What what an exciting moment when you finally find out, like when you have the baby. I know. That's so cool. I know, and, and I'm going to make sure the doctor know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Flattered. I heard that you're going to name it Amanda if it's a girl. So. No, oh I'm yeah, that is actually our first pick of a name. <laughs> I, you guessed it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe we could squeeze it in for like it's like third. Third, third middle name. <laughs> yeah, maybe like when we christen the baby or something, we'll add a name, you know, like Catholics do. Right. I'll just so, be over there in the background, like I'm the godmother <laughs> over here, the third, third time removed. <laughs> yeah. So it, if it's a girl, it'll be Ella, Grace, Amanda, right? Jerry. <laughs> My kid won't hate me at all. It'll be totally fine. <laughs> it'll just, it'll just be the silent middle name. <laughs> Yeah. The yeah. One you only It'll be say fine when they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, all joking aside, let's talk about some, well, that was fun stuff, but let's talk about some other fun stuff. Let's talk about cookie retreats. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited many, for this topic. Yes. How many retreats have you been to? I have been to three. I'm trying to think if it's three or four. I was supposed to be at the Texas retreat this past weekend in Round Top, Texas, but I just got to the point where I was too uncomfortable to travel that far. So, yeah. um, but I think it was three this year that I attended. Wow. Yes. And they were all hosted by Tammy and Todd from 2T Stencils. They are amazing. I love them. Um, they, I mean, I, I'm kind of biased. I've never been to another <laughs> retreat, so I can't really speak for all the others. I'm sure they're just as equally fabulous, but, um, I'm very partial to Tammy and Todd's retreats. They're amazing hosts. Uh, I've heard so, good things about them. Yeah. Yes. They are so fun. And Todd like treats you like royalty the entire weekend. It's fantastic. He like, I, I need to send my husband to Todd to get some training. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So yeah, I've, I've heard good things about them. Um, I know there's a, uh, there's other places that do retreats. I, uh, went, Ashley and I went and taught in Texas, um, at, for a retreat, uh, with crazy lady rolling with crazy lady with a rolling pin, um, and NC cookie girl, they, they did one together. Um, their second or third retreat that they've hosted, I think second. And then I know they're hosting a, um, cookie con, Oh, I, I should have looked up the name. I think it's like Cookie Con FOMO <laughs> for the people. Oh, that's fun. Cookie Con. Yeah. Uh-huh. That they have an option to do something um, instead. That's awesome. I will be missing Cookie Con this year. So I'm super sad about that. Me too. Me too. Uh, yeah. And I know um, the creative cookier, uh, Jeannie. She also hosts retreats and they do fun retreats. I mean, not that all the retreats aren't fun because they're all fun, but mm-hmm. like cruises and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. She, I think they just had theirs. Cause I know, um, Heidi, the one who hosted the retreat that we went to, she had just gotten back from that cruise. Oh, that's so awesome. I need to go on a cookie cruise. Right. Or any cruise in general. <laughs> yeah. Any vacation really. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> so I had some people ask some questions about retreats. Um, and they wanted to know first of all one we already touched on like with who hosts retreats and really there's there's different people that host them there's the two t's there's um crazy lady with rolling pin um creative cookier is there any others you can think of i know there's more out there um i'm sure there's more out there but none that i know a lot about right or of at all actually um so no yeah, so we'll just have to keep our eyes open, and or more people should just do them. No. <laughs> yeah, but but for sure two T's. And um, if somebody wanted to uh, sign up for one of those, they can go follow. The- um, yes, Tammy and Todd. They can either follow them at um, Two T Stencils on Instagram or Facebook, and then they also have um, a Cookie Roundup um, Instagram because they call them Roundups they they have an instagram specifically for that and then they'll post leading up to um any retreats that they are about to um post for sale and i think i think they're almost done for this year and i'm not sure yet if they have anything posted yet for 2020 but i think they have things planned they just haven't posted them yet so i'm not sure where any of those retreats will be but 
they are always open to new retreat locations. So, um, you know, if someone wants them to have a retreat in California or whatever, and they have a great location that they would recommend, Tammy and Todd are always open to looking at those locations um, and scouting out different places for roundups because they love to travel all over. Yeah, I have heard, and that was another question, when are they coming to California? Because I think over here, we don't, I don't think we've ever had one, if I'm not mistaken. We've never had one over here in California, so it's not something we're super familiar with, um, but a lot of people are interested in it. But I have caught wind that there is some talk about having one over here. So yeah, I think it is something they're talking about because a lot of, um, a lot of the people that come to the retreats are from California. Um, I have a couple friends that we call the Cali girls and they're always, uh, advocating for California as the next location for a roundup. So I think they just need to find a good place in Cali to ha- have one. Um, but I would love to travel to California for a, a roundup. Absolutely. Um, but I'm so Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I know they host a lot in Texas um, because that's where their home base is. So it's just easier for them to have them where they can travel not as far. Which is understandable. Yes, definitely. Yeah, because it's a lot of work. Um, and, and, (laughs) yeah, and it's a lot of time out of their schedule when they have to travel far, which they don't mind again, like I said, but, um, it's just convenient for them to have them in Texas. Yeah. So whenever, if somebody wants to go to a retreat, they would go follow one of the, one of the people that, um, host them. They would watch for people to post them for the tickets for sale, purchase a ticket. And typically what comes with your purchase of a ticket with the ones that you've attended? So for the cookie roundups, that includes your lodging, um, your ticket for obviously your cookie classes for the weekend, all of your meals. Um, sometimes you take home some swag. It kind of just depends on who the instructor is. Um, and then at all of Tammy and Todd's retreats, they, they also have a stencil company, 2T Stencils. So they set up um, the, all of their stencils so you can shop right there in person which is so fun nice. um, yeah they sell all kinds of stuff so I like to stock up when I'm there saves on shipping um, and but Tammy and Todd are so generous and so kind um, they try to include as much as they can in that ticket cost which is super reasonable I think when you're paying you know 350 I think they're normally like 350 to 450 dollars for mm-hmm. um, one of their retreats but again that's usually Thursday night, Friday, all day, Saturday, all day, and Sunday morning, all of your meals, your lodging, and all of your classes. Yeah, super reasonable. Mm -hmm. And at their retreats, normally they have two instructors at this last Texas retreat, two to three instructors, I think. At this last retreat, they had several, but it was smaller, shorter classes where you only decorated like two or three cookies. So that was fun for them to do that too. And it was a larger retreat. Normally their retreats are only, I want to say between like 10 and 20 people. And this last retreat was like 50. So that was huge. Wow. Wow. I bet that was a lot of fun. Yes, I know. I'm so sad I missed it. (laughs) I'm very sad Uh, I had to cancel. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, And you, you get to make friends you know, I'm assuming with the people who, who go to these, it seems like a, a lot of the same people go to the, the roundups and I'm sure you guys build these bonds and friendship and. Yeah, I, um, I really didn't have a lot of cookie friends. I made a couple at cookie con the first year I went, but, um, 
I really bonded with some of the girls when I went to the retreat in Texas in January. That one was taught by Lydia from LC Sweets and Dolores of Sword Sugars. And it was so much fun. And I made such good friends. I actually traveled there with Maddie from Maddie's Cookie Co. Because we had kind of bonded at Cookie Con a little bit. Um, But we really got to know each other at the retreat. And then all of the other people there. And that is honestly how I've made some of my best cookie friends turned real life friends. You know, they're not, we don't just talk about cookie things. We talk about all kinds of things in life. Um, So I'm so thankful that I went to that retreat in January. I made, yeah, I made so many friends and I love them and I miss them. (laughs) So it's, it's totally worth it um, to, to take a chance on a retreat. You'd say. 100% 100% worth it. Even if you don't know anyone, like I said, Maddie and I didn't know each other that well. We had met a couple times. Um, but once we traveled together, we really got to know each other. So I think even if you don't know anyone and it's out of your comfort zone, everyone's so welcoming. Like I said, Tammy and Todd are the sweetest. They don't let anyone feel left out. Um, I've always felt included at every retreat. Like even when you're around like cookie celebrities you know what I mean like the big years that are popular and they have a large following and whatever um no one has ever made me feel insignificant or small so um I've always felt included and like I said it's for me it was the best way to make cookie friends I love that that's awesome yeah um I know you and I have talked before about you know about retreats and how it's such a unique opportunity for people to really just get a lot of knowledge also not only are you gaining friendships but you're also getting a lot of knowledge not just from the instruction that you get during your class but also um the whole time you're there you're you know around other cookiers you're able to share um tips and tricks and and then the instructors are there too with you the whole time right yeah I have picked up so many little tricks on how to make my work um you know faster or more efficient things that other people have picked up along the way and everyone's always willing to share, which is awesome. Um, you know, see so you spend the whole weekend just talking about, Oh, this works for me or this works for me, or this is what I like to do. Or if you've never taught a class before and someone there has taught a class, you can pick up some of their knowledge from that or, you know, just different things that maybe you aren't exposed to all the time that people are. Uh, you, I mean, it's just, it's just such a good group to be in because you're all there for the same reason. You're all there with like minds. So you just pick up so many things. And I've just learned a lot from, you're right, not only the instructors, but just from the people that are at the retreats. So that's a huge advantage, I think, that's just made me more efficient. And I love learning new, new tricks. Awesome. And what would be if, one like piece of advice you would give somebody who's decided to take their chance on a retreat, bought a ticket and is going to go, what's, what's one thing you would tell them to be sure that they do when they go? I think what I would recommend is just go there with an open mind and go there. You know, even if you're an introvert, I know it can be hard to like really open up and just let loose around strangers or whatever, but just go there open-minded and try not to try not to be closed off all weekend. Just be open to meeting new people and having new conversations and, and, and ask questions and pick up as much as you can while you're there, because that's essentially what you're paying for, right? Is to learn as much as you can about 
cookies and also again to have a great time which that's one of my favorite parts I'm at the point with retreats where I'm like I could skip the cookies I just want to see my friends (laughs) but I always (laughs) I always love cooking for the weekend it's a lot of fun but um yeah I think just going with an open mind and um just making sure that you are I guess just putting in as much as you're getting you know Mm -hmm. absolutely because it can be scary if you don't know anyone it's terrifying Um, especially if you're an introvert and you have a hard time just reaching out to people and chatting with people. But like I said, um, there's always going to be people there that will welcome you in and just start chatting, chatting with you. And then you feel, you just feel welcome. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's talk about the greatest retreat of all. (laughs) I would call it a retreat, but you know what I mean? Cookie con. Let's. Yes. (laughs) Cookie con. Yeah. So, go ahead. First of all, I mean, there's just, when you talk, there's so many things we could talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure we won't, we won't be able to cover ev- just everything that, you know, it all entails. But um, how, let's just start with the very first thing. How do you attend CookieCon? So, you have to be lucky enough to snag a ticket, which um, it is not that easy. Um, you, when tickets go on sale, you have to be on their website immediately. There's a lot of people fighting for less than a thousand tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I think they did it like you went into a lottery. So it didn't matter what time you jumped on. You just kind of were assigned a number in the queue. And once it was your turn, then you could buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. So I know it sold out really fast. And I know a lot of people were devastated that they didn't get a ticket. Which I don't blame them. Every year people, you know, are are bummed because they miss out. Yes. Yes. But however, even if you don't snag a ticket when they go on sale, you, first of all, you want to put yourself on the waiting list. Um, People drop out. They have things come up, you know, like me, you have a baby, you can't go. Um, (laughs) So you always want to get on that waiting list because there's a good chance you're going to get a ticket. I mean, people buy tickets and then three days later decide I shouldn't spend this money or I can't go or whatever. And then they release their ticket. And then um, Karen and Mike, they're the ones who host CookieCon every year. They, um, They go right down the list and they offer it, you know, offer up those tickets. Not only that, if you yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I'm so bad about just jumping in like that. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, if you're, even if you're on the waiting list and you're not hearing anything about a ticket, um, if you're in any cookie Facebook groups, people are always posting their tickets for sale in there privately. So there's so many ways that you can still get tickets, even if you don't get one when they first go on sale. Yeah. And people from my experience, the one year that I've been, um, people were selling tickets right up until the day before. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. When it gets closer, you know, family emergencies happen, you know, sometimes people realize that the, the cost of, of everything that goes along besides the ticket was just too much. So they decide to sell. There's just so many reasons, but literally the day before cookie. Yeah. We're still selling their tickets. Yeah. So I just say to anyone who's never been to cookie con, if you didn't get a ticket right away, don't get it. Don't get discouraged. There's a good chance you'll still be able to score one somewhere down the road. Yeah. Yeah. So you have your ticket and the next thing that comes up after you purchase your ticket would be the um, classes, the add-on classes. Yes. Talk a little bit about add-on classes. <laughs> yes. So, um, so 
in years past, they have done where they, um, they sell cookie con tickets and classes at the same time. But then I think they realized that that was just kind of productive to the website and it was um, clogging things up. So now they do it. So you buy your cookie con ticket and then a couple weeks later, the pre-sale classes go on sale. So the Mm -hmm. pre-sale classes, you have to pay for them separately. They're not included in your cookie con ticket. And I want to say they're anywhere between 150 and $400, I guess. I don't, I'm not really a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so these are classes that are taught by different instructors and they pick their curriculum and what they want to teach. Um, the pre-classes happen on Wednesday and Thursday of the week of cookie con. Um, cookie con always starts on like a Thursday afternoon. Classes are four hours and they have a Wednesday AM, a Wednesday PM, Thursday AM and Thursday PM class slots. Um, so if you want to attend four classes, that can add up really fast. Yes. Um, so you, so what I've done in years past where I've taken pre-classes for me, I can't take four classes. That's just way too much. It's just overwhelming. Not only the cost, but just the time it's, it can be exhausting. Um, so, um, I'm sorry. I forget what I was saying. That's okay. (laughs) We're talking about the the cost of the classes. Yeah. So the cost can add up, but anyway, so what you would want to do if you want to take a pre-class, they list the instructors and class descriptions well before they go on sale. So you can look at every pre-class they're offering, the time slots, the cost. So you can kind of plan out your attack when it, when they go on sale. So you can know what you want to schedule for your backup classes. If those sell out, et cetera. Um, so they go on sale. It's again, the same thing as getting your cookie con ticket. You want to be on right when they go on sale, they assign you a number in the queue. Once it's your queue, then you can sign up for your classes. Again, some of those classes sell out really fast, but they always have waiting lists and it's the same thing as a cookie con ticket. So, um, people are always selling their classes or, mm-hmm. you know, you know, releasing them up until the day of cookie con. Um, my first cookie con, I got a class the morning of, um, so I was able to snag it the same day. So it just, yeah, um, it's just kind of going in with a plan of attack, how much money you're willing to spend. Um, like I said, if you take four classes that can be anywhere between 600 and a thousand dollars or even more, you know, so it's an investment, but I think they're definitely worth it. Right. Now, speaking of money, that's, I think one of the number one questions that I would get when people would ask about CookieCon was how much does it cost really? Now, what's a realistic, like basic thing, basic cost besides like there would be your ticket. Right. Travel, Mm -hmm. meals, pre-classes. It can, it adds up. Um, my first cookie con I went to was Indy in 2017. Was that 2017 or 18? I, I can't remember. 18. Yeah. Um, so for me, cause I'm on the East coast in Ohio, that was local, local. Cause I could drive. Right. So I didn't need a plane ticket. Um, they, the good thing about cookie con is that they, I believe they always host it somewhere where you can also stay. 
Um, and then you can mm-hmm. get hotel discounts and stuff. Again, I had a friend that lived in Indy, so I was able to stay with them. So my first cookie con was super affordable. All I had to pay for was my ticket, my gas out there and my food while I was there. Um, and my one pre-class that I took. My next cookie con was in Reno of this year. Um, I think that was in March and I had to fly. So I had to buy my cookie con ticket. I had to buy a flight into Reno, which Reno is not a huge hub. So the tickets were, I think my plane ticket was like $500. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my hotel, I split with another, uh, another person. Um, so that was, that helped cut down on the cost. And I, mm-hmm. I would assume that you could split the cost of the hotel with up to four people. So that can help cut down on the cost. But anyway, yeah. so it was just two of us. We split it in half. I want to say that was another $500. Um, and then you have to pay for all your meals while you're there, except for the banquet on Saturday night. You mm-hmm. get that's included in your ticket. So for me, Reno was super, super expensive. I want to say I spent probably $2,000. Mm-hmm. But like I said, yeah, if you're local and you don't have to fly, then it can be super reasonable. Right. Yeah. When we went, when Ashley and I went to uh, the cookie con in Reno, um, we were able to drive. It was, it was a reasonable driving distance from California. Um, so we were able to not have to get a, a airplane ticket and um, which was, which was nice. Um, but there's, you know, yeah, like you said, there's the, your ticket, the hotel, food, the banquet's amazing. I, I yes. think it was really cool. I love that they do that. Yeah. The banquet's a lot of fun. Um, the food, I always compare it to like wedding food because it's, yeah. I mean, it's catered <laughs> for a large group. So it's just similar to something that you would eat at a fancy catered wedding. A lot um, of people ask too about the, about the banquet, like how you should dress. That it, it, you can dress however you want. You can dress as fancy or as not fancy as you want. Um, I am not a fancy dresser. So for me, it was like jeans and a sweater and boots, mm-hmm. casual. Some people wear dresses. Some people have their um, aprons that they bling out that they like to wear. Um, some people, yeah, like I said, they wear fancy dresses. Just whatever. All, everything's welcome. You could wear your pajamas if you want. No one's going to judge you. <laughs> Speaking of pajamas, on yes. I believe it's the last night of Cookie Con. There's yes. karaoke. <laughs> yeah, there's a karaoke pajama party. So everyone yes. puts on their pajamas and they go karaoke. Um, there's usually alcohol involved, so it can get pretty entertaining. Um, it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun. That's another thing. I don't know if anyone asked a question about things that are offered at Cookie Con or whatever, but that is just one of the mixers that they have and um, throughout the week, they have different mixers planned where you can go and play games and do all kinds of fun things. Um, so definitely recommend taking part in that because again, that's another way to get involved and to meet friends and, um, just kind of let loose and have a good time. For sure. That's, that was one of the questions that somebody had asked, like, what would be one piece of advice you'd, you would give somebody who's going for their first time? And for me, that would be don't skip out on the mixers. Don't skip out on anything that's being offered because that really is where you can kind of branch out and meet new people. I met some of my cookie friends that I, I'm, well, I, I got to meet you there, but we met before the mixers, but I, I cookies, burnt cookies by Mira, I met at the mixer. 
um, Lumi Sweets, Pea Cake. Uh, a lot of those people I probably didn't really interact with a lot at CookieCon until we got to the mixer. And then you really yep. see people let loose and have fun and, and just you get to interact more with them. And I, I really, really am glad I did not skip out on that. Yeah, the mixers are so fun. When I went to, um, I think it was Indy, they did a, um, um, it was like a cookie speed decorating contest. And it was hosted by, um, oh my gosh, who who was the speaker at this last cookie con, the, the keynote speaker? Artie Magoo, that's who um, hosted this mixer. And it was so much fun. Her and her husband are a blast. Her husband is hilarious. Um, They hosted, yeah, it was like a speed decorating. And so it was like two people competing against each other, decorating a cookie. Um, And I got to be a judge. So that was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, it was a blast. So, and then, you know, I always like to go to the cookie karaoke drama party. That's always a good time. Um, But definitely definitely partake in the mixers they are they are a lot of fun yeah and you like to karaoke right I love to karaoke yeah (laughs) I am not shy at all so (laughs) I wish we were both going next this next to this next cookie con because I totally want to karaoke with you I know know. for the next one what what song would we do 2021 oh what song would we do um so one of my favorite karaoke songs, because it's my best friend and I, we love to karaoke from this moment, Brian White and Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I also, oh, I mean, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. That's another yes. classic karaoke. So I enjoy that as well. I'm really open for anything. I like all genres of music. I'm not opposed to karaoke any song. All right. Well, look out Cookie Con 2021 because... Cassie and I are going to be there (laughs) we're going to be singing we're going to start practicing right now (laughs) right (laughs) so they have when you go to CookieCon there's the classes that you can add on but there's also like classes the core classes core classes thank you that are included with your price because a lot of people are asking they're like so you buy your ticket and you have to buy classes too but why, why do you buy the ticket well there's so much that comes with your ticket yeah. So the core classes, those are always held on Friday. Um, do, do you want to go through kind of like a run through of like what happens on each day? Sure. Okay. So a lot of people get there on Wednesday just because either they have pre-classes or they just want to get settled before things start on Thursday. Um, everything starts on Thursday registration. Um, and then if you're new to cookie con, they have like a welcome class. Um, which happens shortly after the registration starts where they just kind of walk you through what happens at cookie con, what, you know, they give you the schedule and you can kind of go through the schedule. And um, I think Georgianne is normally um, the host of that class mm-hmm. from Lapoa and she's fantastic and full of energy. Um, but she, you know, she lets you know, nothing at cookie con is mandatory. Nothing right. at all. You pick and choose what you want to do um so that's like the orientation on thursday and then um after that everyone kind of just mixes and mingles you go have lunch or dinner or whatever and then thursday night is the keynote speech um this past year it was Artie magoo the first year i went it was Anne from flower box yeah it's been good both years Anne from flower flower box uh, bakery she had me just crying with her 
her cookie story. And it was, um, it's just nice getting to know these people on a different level, I think. And then Artie Magoo, that was a lot of fun. It was a production. Oh, my they so did good. a fantastic job. Yeah. And then who is keynote this year? Do you Lila Yes. Jordan. Yes. I love her. She's yes. again, full of energy. Um, so then that will happen on Thursday night. I definitely, definitely recommend going to the keynote. It is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, super entertaining. And then that, and then that's when they kind of go through again, like the events of the weekend, what to expect and that kind of thing. Um, so that's on Thursday and then Thursday night, they always have mixers. Um, <laughs> And then Friday is the core classes, um, which are included in your ticket. And, and that's when you pick your track, right? When it, because Yeah. And basically just picking your track is like your class schedule. So it's kind of like when you're in high school and you're picking like what time you are taking each class and what time your lunch is, that's all the track is. So when mm-hmm. you pick your track, um, you, when you pick your track, you want to make sure that you're picking it with your friends. Obviously, if you want to um, be with them during the classes and lunchtime and stuff. So you pick your track. Um, and then I want to say classes start at eight, nine. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the schedule, but Mm -hmm. each class I think is 45 minutes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't Um, remember. (laughs) And so they, but they have like core instructors that, um, and they teach the same thing to every single class. So this last year, my first class was Kristen from Grunderfully Delicious. And she talked about the same thing in all of her seven or eight classes, however many she taught that day. Mm-hmm. And once you're done with that, then you move on to your next class. And it's another core instructor. Um, and, you know, they talk about their topic and teach whatever they want to teach you. Now, these are just more um, conference style it's not hands-on like the pre-classes are all the pre-classes are hands-on you're decorating cookies you're learning the core classes are just more the instructors are just talking to you (laughs) they may demonstrate some things but you're not there decorating cookies or trying things with them right um and then in the middle of all that you get a break for lunch um so it kind of just depends on what track you take sometimes they have two hours blocked off back to back where you can take your break then um, other tracks have like an hour break and then you take a few more classes and then you have another hour break so in that time you can have lunch you can shop the vendors um, you can just rest you can do whatever you need to do mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and what I love about the core classes again nothing is mandatory so if something doesn't interest you you can skip it, you know? Um, but I definitely recommend if you're a first time cookie con attendee, go to all the core classes because you'll get a lot out of them. Yeah. Yes. So that's Friday. Yes. Those are the core classes on Friday. And then again, I think Friday night they have mixers. Um, and the vendor hall opens this past year. I think it opened on Thursday. Um, and the vendor hall is just, just what it is. The vendors, all of the, um, stencil and cookie cutters. And I don't even know, they had an isomalt booth and I think even Tupperware was there last year, just, um, all different vendors that you can shop while you're there. 
Um, and so it's kind of nice because you can see the products in person. You don't have to pay for shipping. You can get to know the owners of those companies because they're all so amazing and we support them all throughout the year, you know, so it's nice to get to meet them. Um, so you can shop the vendor hall um, all weekend long and then Friday night, the mixers and then Saturday, um, again, vendor hall is open. Saturday is kind of a free for all. Okay. So Saturday is open decorating. They have a huge hall. And the cool thing about open decorating is literally anything, any supply you have ever wanted to decorate a cookie with, they have it at open decorating. Mm -hmm. They have demonstrations from different instructors. They'll show you how to use certain products and stuff like that. But if you want to play with wafer paper or fondant, or you want to make toothpick roses, or you want to learn how to write on cookies better, they have different stations for all of that. Or you can just get some cookies and decorate. Um, also, what's fun in open decorating is they have a mystery shape. So mm -hmm. every year there is a... Um, cookie cut I think it's a cookie cutter company they pick one of their shapes and they don't tell you what it is and then you have to decorate it with your imagination whatever you think it looks like and then they have a contest for that um whoever was the most creative with their decorating so that's mm -hmm. a lot of fun um I think also on Saturday some of the demos are open to everyone but some you have to sign up for in advance and I think you do that when you sign up for your pre-classes yes. so um but those again are free you just have to make sure that you sign up for them right now uh, there's also the sugar show yeah the sugar show so the sugar show every year they have different categories that you can enter into um I have I'm I'm ashamed to say I've never done the sugar show um I'm intimidated. I was so embarrassed of mine last year. I didn't even post a photo of it. Only, I mean, only there, it. <laughs> there are so many talented people. It is unreal. It I mean, was insane. <laughs> the creative entries into the sugar show. I'm just very, I'm just very intimidated by it. So maybe one year I'll work up the courage to create a masterpiece. But I mean, some of these pieces are insane. So they have different categories that you can enter into. Um, I think my first year they had like a transportation category. Um, they have like an anything goes. Um, I can't remember what they had this last year, but I think it was like games. Oh yeah, they had games. Oh my gosh, some of those were so so freaking awesome. Um, but anyway, yes. so the sugar show you can you can put in your entries, and then people again vote on their favorites. Um, you can win prizes at the banquet. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just so fun to look at everyone's entries. And then they have one category that you can enter that wasn't, that's not judged this year. This last year, I think it was paper dolls. Yes. Um, so you can just decorate your paper doll. However, um, however you wanted. And they just put those out for display. And it's really cool because Ann Clark is a huge contri contributor to cookie con She's the sweetest lady in the whole world, and so is her team. Um, and I know, I think a lot of the time for, like, the Anything Goes category, they usually have a special cutter that they create just for CookieCon um, for that mm -hmm. category. Or I believe that's how it worked this past year. Yeah. Um, and then and they're I, always they so a, generous they at have cookie, a con. cookie cutter swap, too, right? It, that was right. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, they have a swap table where if you have cookie cutters that you no longer need or want, you can take them to the table and um, 
you can swap with other cutters that are on that table and you can even do stencils. So um, you, you just basically take a cutter, leave a cutter, take a cutter, whatever, whatever you want to do. Or if you just want to leave your cutters for someone else to take, then you can do that also. You don't have to take if you just leave. Yeah. So that's a I lot ended of fun. Up taking mine home. <laughs> I ended Did up taking you? mine home because I forgot to take them down and swap. <laughs> um, I think my first year I took a bunch with me to swap out, and I ended up maybe swapping out one or two. This year I didn't even bother taking any because I had purged a bunch of cutters in January. So um, I was like, I'm not flying with these. I'm not going to worry about it. But um, yeah, that is one thing that you can do, and that's always set up uh, in or near the vendor hall. And like I said, Ann Clark is always there handing out free cutters. So you got to hit up her booth. They're so, they're so sweet and so generous. It's insane. Um, Oh, another good thing about CookieCon that's included in your ticket is your swag bag. Yes. You get your swag bag when you register and it's donations from all kinds of amazing vendors. And the swag bag is awesome. It's like one of my favorite parts about CookieCon. Um, there's, I mean, cutters in there. There's stencils. There's um, glitter dust. There's coupons. I mean, there's just all kinds of things in your swag bag. They really hook it up. There's um, boxes. There was, yeah, there was tons of stuff. Yeah, BRP Box Shop always donates boxes, so everyone gets to take home, like, a bunch of sample boxes. Um, Gosh, what else was in this last year? I know I took home um, Nada Cookies. (laughs) Yeah, powdered sugar. Nada Cookies. Um, Sweet Sugar Bell always donates. Like, I think stencil scrapers were in mine this year, Um, and cookie cutters from Sweet Sugar Bell. Just all kinds of awesome, awesome things. The the vendors are so generous or the contributors. I don't know mm-hmm. what they call them. Oh, there's sprinkles always. So, um, yes, I love getting the swag bag. And then also when you reg- when you check in for registration with CookieCon, you get tickets for the um, raffle drawings. They have mm-hmm. donated raffle baskets and different prizes that you can win. Um, those are always drawn it's at the banquet on Saturday. Yeah. Yes, KitchenAid mixers. There's, I think there's retreat tickets sometimes. There's baskets of cookie cutters and stencils and sprinkles and all kinds of good stuff. So you get tickets that you can put in for those. And then if you enter the sugar show, I think that gets you extra tickets. Yeah, I believe so. Yep. And then um, on Saturday night at the banquet, then they draw the winners for all of those. And there's usually a lot of prizes. So, um, Again, just another thing to take advantage of when you go to CookieCon. But there's also, um, there's a taste testing. Um... Yep. There's a tasting event where people volunteer to make bite-sized cookies for the tasting event in different flavors. I want to say this last year there was 12 or 15 different flavors that you can try. Um, yeah, I snapped a picture. I'll have to post it. Yeah. I, and it's just so fun to try other people's cookies and different flavors and their recipes. And, um, I really, really like doing the tasting event one year. I would love to enter it, um, as someone who makes, who makes the samples, but I mean, that's a lot of cookies to make because yeah, I believe they said they wanted, I want to say 800. Yeah. This last year, probably. 
yeah, at least 800 bite-sized cookies. So that's a lot of cookies because you're cutting them and you are also icing them. But yeah, so that's the tasting event. It's, it's a lot of fun. And in years past, I think you've voted on your favorite flavor, but now I think they just have it as a fun event where you can just go and taste different things. And then all of those um, contributors do hand out the recipe for whatever you're tasting afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it was online. Yes. So you don't have to worry about it being a secret recipe that you taste and you love, and then you have no idea what's in it and you don't get to make it. Yeah. All of them make their recipes available. So that's really cool. Yeah. And some are real interesting. Like one was like honeysuckle something. Yeah. They have, there was like an orange cardamom this year or something. Um, those aren't really up my alley. I would like more of a sweeter. Right. Yeah. There Uh, was a chocolate cherry one, which I don't like cherry, but it was actually really well balanced. It was a really nice one. Um, and there was just plain chocolate, vanilla, you know, things like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like a whole category of just cho- different chocolate flavors and different vanillas, but I mean, there, it's just so crazy how different they all are. Yeah. And that's a, so that's a really fun event that takes place on Saturday as well. Um, during open decorating, they usually have a separate room set up for that. So you can go get your, your, um, all your different sample cookies. And that, again, that's included in your ticket. Yeah. So it's a lot, a lot of stuff included. Um, and I'm sure there's things we're forgetting too, but there's just so much included in your ticket. Even if you don't have the money for the add-on classes or um, things like that, you still, you're going to get the corn, the core classes. There's the open decorating. Um, there's just so much that, that you're going to learn. And it's totally, I think, worth it completely. Yeah. No matter definitely. how far you are in your cookie journey. Right. Like I said, my first year, it was super budget friendly for me. Um, between my ticket and my meals and everything, I think I spent maybe six or $700. And that's because I added on a, a pre-class the day of someone wasn't, their flight was canceled and they weren't going to make it in. And I was able to buy her ticket from her. So um, you can definitely do cookie con on a budget. You know, I know a lot of people, um, instead of just going to a restaurant every day for their meals, they hit up a grocery store when they first get there. And um, our hotel rooms this year, I know they had a fridge, but you had to request a microwave, which is no big deal. Um, But they go to the grocery store and they stock up on things for breakfast and for lunch, and then maybe they'll only go out for dinner. So that's a good way to save money if you're worried about spending too much on your meals and stuff. You And I know for yeah. me, I was, my roommate and I, uh, Angie from Cookie Angel Bakery, we had our room full of snacks. So we always had snacks and drinks and stuff like that, that we could go back to. So we weren't constantly purchasing those things. Yeah. So that's a good way to keep down on your cost if you're worried about, I mean, cause like I said, it can add up really quickly, especially with travel and everything like that. Especially um, when you hit the vendor hall. <laughs> Definitely, definitely save up for the vendor hall. And a lot of people even recommend taking an empty suitcase with you to CookieCon or making sure there's plenty of room in your luggage uh, for when you're traveling home so that you can take your swag home with you and, um, you know, anything that you do buy in the vendor hall. Um, some people even actually, they're so smart. And I wish I would have thought of this this year. They um, take like like a flat rate shipping box with them and they have the postage already paid for. And then whatever they buy at the vendor hall um, or whatever they get in their swag bag, they ship themselves, they ship it home so that they don't have to worry about putting it in their luggage, That's which I think is genius. 
Yeah. I know. So, and you can fit a lot in one of those flat rate uh, shipping boxes from USPS. And a lot of the hotels are really great. They'll send them out for you um, because most of us leave on Sundays. So the post office isn't open, but a lot mm-hmm. of times get the hotel to send those out for you. Another thing about the lodging is you don't have to stay at the hotel where cookie con is held. So if there's other hotels in the vicinity or an Airbnb or whatever, you can find your own lodging that's within a decent distance, whether you have a car or not or whatever. Um, so that can, you, you can book your own lodging to cut down on costs. Now I know that they, um, when they have the hotel at cookie con, um, you always get a group discount. Mm-hmm. Your roommate can cut down. If you're able to find something offsite, that's a little bit cheaper than that, that can help cut back on your costs as well. So you don't have to stay where it's held. You can, you can stay wherever you want. Right. But it's, it's nice to be there with your friends and to be close by for your classes yes. and to just dart back to your room for stuff. But yeah, it, totally not, not mandatory. Right. So my first year, like I said, I stayed with a friend that lived in Indy and the first day of cookie con, this was a huge mistake. And I don't recommend anyone do this. My first day of cookie con, she dropped me off. Cause I was like, great. I'm not going to have to pay for parking. Well, then I took my pre-class. I got my swag bag. There was the, um, keynote speech where we got free stuff. So, um, by the end of the day, I was carrying around like three bags and I had nowhere to put any of my things. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a hotel room. I didn't have any friends, so I couldn't use their hotel rooms. So, um, so this year when I went to Reno, I was like, I'm staying on site so that I can go back to my room at any time to drop off my things or get some, you know, grab anything I need or have a nap or have a snack. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I think in, in the future, I will always stay on-site where cookie con is held just because yeah. for me it's convenient but if you're driving and you have a car and you have a place to put your things then it's not so bad but I had I had nowhere <laughs> so colossal mistake on my part because I, I guess I just went into it I didn't know what to expect and I didn't know I was going to get all of these things so I didn't know that I needed somewhere to put all of them so you live and you learn right so now one more thing one more thing I wanted to, to talk about was um, this it seems to be a big part of CookieCon um, that's not put on by them, but by the people that are attending is the swap. Yes. Yes. So um, a lot of people like to take things to swap with other cookiers. It's a good icebreaker. It's a good way to get to know people. It's a good way to try people's cookies. Some people swap buttons. Some people swap cookies. Some people swap both. This year, someone swapped me a scribe for a cookie. Um, You know, whatever. Just something that you can take to exchange with other people. Just to... Just as something fun to do. I always take cookies. um, And I actually don't even take, usually, uh, decorated cookies. Because I think that a lot of people do bring decorated cookies. Because that's what we do, you know. But my first year, I took a drop cookie. Um, just for something different. And this year, I think I took both drop and decorated cookies just because um, now anytime I'm around my cookie friends, they expect me to bring my chocolate chip peanut butter cookies because that's what I'm famous for. So um, cookies were delicious. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, And I did take some decorated cookies to swap as well this year. But like I said, people take buttons, um, just anything. And you don't have to take, there's, I, 
800 attendees at CookieCon, CookieCon, you don't have to take 800 cookies or 800 buttons. I think this year I took 75 decorated cookies, which I still had extra when I came home. So that was even too many. Um, Because, you know, you get. Yeah, you, you so many cookies. Yeah. yeah, and I was even giving cookies to people that had nothing to give back because I right. had so many, you know. Um, so I love doing that. I love tasting other people's cookies. I will tell you that I still have people's cookies in my freezer from CookieCon because <laughs> you get so many. There, there, you really do. You're just like, oh my goodness. It, yeah, you know, you're overwhelmed. Just, it's yeah, awesome. I'm sure, if you, I would say, if you take cookies to swap label it put your name on it somewhere because there were cookies that I would get and I'm just like I don't remember who gave me this yeah and and you're like and I want to acknowledge who gave me this cookie but I have no idea so um what I do the first year I actually put a business card in with my cookies and then this past year I just made a label on Avery label um which in Ohio, we, for our cottage food, we have to have those anyway with all of the ingredients and our names and our, all, all that stuff. So I just slapped those on my cookies this year so people knew where they came from. Awesome. Yes. So I really enjoy doing that. And like I said, it's a good icebreaker. If you don't know anybody, just walk up to people and be like, hey, I have cookies to exchange or I have a button to exchange. Like, do you guys want to swap? And then um, yeah. you can just start talking to people. Yeah, I took um, buttons and my spicy gummy bears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, gummy bears. No, thank you for giving me those. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to make a bunch of cookies. So, yeah, I just wanted something different. And it was easy and people seemed to enjoy it. And, um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be cookies. It doesn't have to be buttons. It can be absolutely, absolutely anything. Yeah. And there were some people who were like, I didn't know about the swap. I didn't know that people do that. And, you know, you will find some people who are like, no, I'm only swapping cookie for cookie. I'm not going to lie. There are people that did that. But there are some, a lot of majority of people that were there were like, it's okay, go ahead, go ahead and have one. Yeah, that's what I did. I'm I'm like, I don't care if I get anything in return. Like, please take my cookies so I can stop carrying these around with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's another thing is once you get a cookie con ticket, there is a cookie con attendees Facebook group that mm-hmm. you can join and you will be a member for life. Um, you don't get, get kicked out after cookie con. You're once you attend a cookie con, you're a cookie con attendee, Facebook group member, and you can pick up a lot of things, um, uh, about cookie con. Like what should I take? What, you know, um, just advice from people who have been. So that's Absolutely. a really good place to, um, you definitely want to join the Facebook group after you get your cookie con ticket um, because Mike and Karen post a lot of information in there about the lodging and, and, and just all kinds of different information. People talk about like, Oh, Hey, I'm coming from Australia. Is there anything people want from Australia? You know? (laughs) Yes. I had somebody bring me some vanilla bean paste from Australia. Yeah. So um, you definitely want to join the Facebook group once you get your cookie con ticket, because like I said, there's lots of valuable information in there and you can search the group too. Just, it's not just for this current year's cookie con. Like I said, once you're a member, you're in there forever. So you can search the group for information from years past um, and just kind of see what other people have recommended. 
Yeah. And a lot of times people who are looking for roommates will post on yeah. there, you know, Hey, need a roommate, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great place. And I, I will admit, I did not know my roommate this year going into cookie con. Um, I had, I had a lot of cookie friends that were going from the retreat, uh, in January that I had met, but I didn't room with any of them. Um, I had someone reach out to me, Angie from cookie angel bakery. And she was like, Hey, do you want to be my roommate? And I was like, sure. Why not? So, um, <laughs> that's a risk you take. You might not mesh well with your roommate. I think she and I meshed really well, so it worked out for us, but, um, yeah, my roommate was. Yeah. And that's, I think pretty normal for that to happen, but yeah, when you, when you meet somebody who, you know, you guys get along, it makes it, you know, even better. I was fortunate enough to know Ashley and we went together. Um, but yeah, I, it's it seems like it's a pretty common thing to to bunk with just whoever um is willing to yeah. to just help save on that cost and you don't spend a lot of time in your room anyway i mean i slept in my room basically and i took the occasional nap um but most of the time when i was in my room i was either just dropping something off or picking something up or i was sleeping so um you know you don't really have to worry about your room too much unless you're going for like a relaxing vacation, maybe you're a mom of seven and you just need a break. And, um, that's a good way to have a break. You can get a room by yourself and, right. Um, just kind of relax while you're there. Like I said, <laughs> cookie con is just so great because you can do whatever, you, whatever you want. Right. Now there are also um, breakout sessions on that Saturday. Yes. And the only reason I bring that up is because I was fortunate enough to be part of that this year. And I was just blown away. First of all, that, that I was asked to, to um, share my cookie humor. And I think it's so cool that you have those options of just one more thing that they offer to people um, as, you know, to enhance their experience of being there, which, you know, for me, I, I just kind of shared some of my goofy videos that I do and some like joked around a little bit, but there were also other breakout sessions where people talked about like copyright information and um, I'm trying to remember what some of the other ones were. Yeah. I know there's ones where um, they have breakout sessions about teaching cookie classes. They have ones about like your actual like business aspect of your of your cookie business, you know, like the financials and stuff like that. Um, I can't even remember. I, I know I attended your breakout session, but I can't remember if I attended any more this, this past year. I don't think I did either, but there's <laughs> tons. Yeah, no, there's tons that tons that you can attend. So there, there's so many things that the cookie, that cookie con has to offer, and so I think a lot of people think it's just like, oh, it's just my ticket and my core classes and the banquet. No, there's a lot. There's a lot more. A lot. Yeah. And Mike and Karen put so much effort into making sure that everyone has a good time and that you're never bored. There is always something to do. Yes. And they're just the sweetest people, too. They're I, so I kind. I went up and introduced myself when I got there and they were just just amazing people. Yeah, they are there to make sure you have the best weekend, that you get the most out of CookieCon that you can. They are working literally around the clock the whole time they're there. Like, you will see them all over the place. It's just like, I mean, you almost think that they're, like, superhuman. Like, how did you get from one place to the other? Like, you're... Right. Yeah. 
they're amazing. They're, they're amazing hosts. Um, so I, I definitely recommend trying cookie con at least one time in your cookie career. And if you find that it's not for you, then, you know, you don't have to go back, but I will go back as often as I can. Yes, absolutely. So before we wrap up, what's just one, one, I would think, what's the biggest piece of advice you would give somebody who's attending for the first time? So again, kind of just like the retreats, go into it with a completely open mind. Do as much as you can. I think take advantage of as much as you can. Take advantage of the open decorating, the breakout sessions, the core classes, a pre-class if you can afford it. Um, Just fill your weekend as much as you can because that's what you're there for. You know, you're there to learn. You're there to make friends. You're there to have a good time. Um, I, I definitely just say, recommend doing as much as you can in those three days that you can possibly fill your schedule with. You will be exhausted by the end of the weekend. You will go home like, oh my gosh, I need a vacation from my vacation, but it is so worth it. And like I said, some of my best friends have been made from cookie con in these cookie retreats. And again, they're not just cookie friends. Like they're my best friends, you know? So Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah, I just recommend just taking advantage of as much as you can and trying not to be too much of a wallflower if you're an introvert. Um, just put yourself out there because, you know, a lot of people that go are in the same position that you are, you know, they don't have any cookie friends. They don't, they don't know anyone. They're just as scared as you are. So um, that's how I made my first cookie friend, Amanda from Sugar Sugar Ottawa, was my very first cookie friend that I ever made. Um, we were both sitting in the lobby at Cookie Con in Indy, and I think we were in between classes or something. And um, we just struck up a conversation in the lobby, and then we hung out all weekend. Like she actually struck struck up a conversation with me, so I will be forever grateful that she was just um, so outgoing and just so willing to make a new friend. Um, and we had the best weekend together. And again. We're, we've become really good friends. So just go there with an open mind and um, do as much as you can. That's my best advice. Yeah. Yeah. And where else are you going to be surrounded by people who completely understand what you're going through? Right. And it's so funny when you go to any, (laughs) any of these places, because your cookie con takes over. There's still other people staying in these hotels though, and other things going on. So when people, people are like, Oh, you're here for the cookie thing. And they just think that we're like the craziest people on the planet. They're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know there was a whole retreat for cookie decorators. Um, so it's always fun when you run into those people, uh, because they don't know that it's a thing. And And they always ask for cookies. They always (laughs) ask for cookies. Yes. Um, but it, you know, it's just, it's no secret that the cookie community is just amazing and going to these events just kind of um, makes you realize it that much more, especially with how welcoming and how open people are when you're a newbie, when you've never been, when you don't know anyone, when you don't have any friends or whatever, there's just so always someone willing to take you under, under their wing and make you feel included. So uh, absolutely love about this community and these retreats and cookie con. Yeah, I think it's so cool when you get to see the people that you follow online, you get to see them in person, and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, I like this person so much more now that I've met them. (laughs) Right, and you're almost starstruck. 
me at this last cookie con and I'm nobody in the grand scheme of the world, but like people would come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to meet you. And I'm like, me, really? me little um that was so good um and it was not that way at my first cookie con because like I said I didn't know anyone but after I got through that first experience it was easier for me to put myself out there so I think that really helped me grow and meet new friends and um you know just just becomes more extroverted in this community and um just make a lot of a, a lot of friends so so for those of you out there who are listening whether you are you know an outgoing person introvert whatever cookie con has something for everybody whether you're just like I'm gonna go and learn and I'm not gonna talk to anybody if that's your mindset then go do that you're gonna learn a lot if you're like I'm gonna go and just have a good time you will absolutely do that if you're gonna go and make friends you'll do that too so really, whatever you're going for, you're going to achieve it because it, it just has something for everyone. I could not agree more. Well, thank you so much, Cassie, for being on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've had some I've fun. talking to you. I haven't seen you since CookieCon. No, I know. We're just like 3,000 miles apart, and that's just insanely too much, too far. Right, right. Yes, you should, you should come out to California, come visit. I would love to go. <laughs> Please get my room ready. Always I will. I will. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for being on the podcast. Yes. And thank you. Good night. Okay, good night. <laughs> Bye. It was so much fun to reminisce about Cookie Con with Cassie. I actually got to meet her in person for the first time at Cookie Con this year, and she is just as nice in person as she is on her uh, social media. There's there's some people you meet in person and they're different, but Cassie is completely genuine and so nice. And I really appreciate that she came on the podcast. There's so much more about Cookie Con that we just couldn't cover. Um, things that you'll think that we think of later um, in and whatnot so if you guys ever have any questions feel free to message me and I will be happy to get back to you you can message my Instagram behind the icing podcast or you can send me an email at behind the icing at gmail.com and don't forget to send me your crazy customer stories or just crazy cookie stories I want to hear from you guys. If you guys ever have any ideas of what you'd like me to cover here on the podcast or people you'd like to hear from, feel free to send those recommendations to this podcast is for you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. What do you want, bud? Okay. <laughs>